Hello and welcome to PwC Canada's newest podcast, Finance in 15, a series that explores finance transformation and what it means for leaders in the finance function. My name is Adam Boutros and I'm your host. We're going to talk about the last of the three P's of finance transformation, performance. This is an important part of the transformation journey. As we know, many finance teams struggle to produce data fast enough to help the business make key decisions. Today's episode will be covered in two parts, so we can get a deep dive into how finance teams can bring their full value as a business partner. Joining me for our two-part performance episode special are Marilyn Wang, partner in our One Analytics group at PwC Canada, and Sebastian Doyen, who leads our Quebec finance transformation practice. Thanks for being here today. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Thanks, Adam, for having us. So to start things off, Marilyn and Sebastian, can you tell us a bit about what you do in your role? I lead a team of data analytics specialists in our national analytics practice. We're also known as the One Analytics team. And one of the key areas we focus on is helping our clients transform and modernize their decision support and reporting capabilities to get more data-driven insights and more forward-looking solutions with advanced analytics. We work with all functional areas across the organizations, including the finance function, on transformation initiatives, or very targeted mandates such as M&A, due diligence, or value creation. And this is where I've been spending a lot of my time these days. Great. Sebastian? For me, uh, Adam, uh, Sébastien Doyon, I'm, I'm leading three managed accounts uh, across the firm in consumer and transportation sector, but uh, I'm a CPA um, and I also, most of my career is spent it in business transformation, including finance transformation. Another great thing that, that I try to do for the firm is to, to help you deploy finance of the future services in the marketplace. And I'm also involved in delivering such work. And generally do it uh, by bringing together practitioners from uh, different parts of the firm. I'm in regular contact with uh, a few dozens of CFOs as well on a regular basis uh, through roundtables and different types of events. Okay, so I think we have the right team for this important performance conversation and we can help to bring in some some insights from CFOs, from advanced analytics, like this is going to be a, a really good discussion. So maybe Marilyn, let's jump in and start with you. How, how about an overview of what you mean by performance in finance transformation? Sure, Adam. You know, because I spent a lot of time with data, like leading with performance requires better insights for better decision making. So I'll speak from it, uh, from that angle. Uh, so it, it really does mean better reporting, so more insightful reporting, predictive reporting, and strategic reporting. So, you know, the way I think about it also is, uh, you know, traditional financial reporting and management reporting in most organizations. It's often looking at what happened with more of a historical lens. You know, we're looking to kind of turn that around and, and make reporting more insightful and which focuses on the why. And it's sort of reporting that enables speed insight with ability to drill down into the details, slicing and dicing the business by region, by division, by product categories, by sales reps even. You get the idea. You know, th this is really to uncover the root cause, the why. If you're able to explain the why, identify the problematic trends in a speedy kind of way, like that's what we're looking for. And that would be unhelpful. So Getting to these types of insights with speed and collaborating with the business to correct, you know, the trends that we're seeing that may be problematic, you know, co taking corrective actions to drive decision making 
that would be high impact and help when improving financial performance. And, you know, to get to this type of reporting, there is a lot of different data points and data sources used for this type of reporting. So the good news is the finance team often is in a really great position to provide these critical insights because they have access to governed and good quality data. They are in a unique position to help the business make better decisions and ultimately become more effective strategic partners. And I think this could be even more impactful if they can provide forward-looking views of the business, driven by data, more predictive financial performance, even predictive risk monitoring and simulations to support decisions. And that will be even more impactful as a finance service provider to bring value to the business. All right. Some great comments there. And, and Sebastian, what, what's your take on that one? Listening to, to Marilyn here, um, definitely what we talk about here is is becoming a true business partner, right? So finance has transformed itself many times over the past decades, I would say. But yet uh, the organizations and their ecosystems have became more complex as well. So it's been it's been quite difficult to to achieve that vision of uh, becoming a true business partner. In many cases, um, technology was not always available, or nor used a way uh, to deliver against the CFO's ambition. Uh, that's that's what I've observed at least. Today, I think it's much easier to to harness the data and turn it into insight for the business uh, due to the, the new technologies that are also available out there. So for me, leading with performance is really about the impact the impact the finance function will have to make your decision really deliver superior and what I would say, say more predictable financial performance. It's about making sure that you proactively and constantly realize uh, the right activities as a business partner, as finance. And these activities should be normally aimed at what they should be aimed at. Well, monitoring performance, Melanie talked about that but also challenging the business, advising the decision makers. And decision makers are not just like top executives, there's there are people on the ground as well, right, in business. And it's, it's more importantly about coaching them, coaching these people across the business. Uh, obviously, um, you can achieve this when you've done three things. You, you eliminated waste uh, in your finance function, your processes, you implemented fit to purpose processes. You align your organizational structure and you upskill your people. Some of some of these uh, concepts have been discussed in previous uh, Finance 15 podcasts. I strongly believe uh, that sustainable world-class organization must have a world-class finance function. Performance is the, is the pinnacle of, uh, of finance here. All right. Well, thanks both for, for the answers to, to that question. I think you've really sort of painted out a, a very ambitious agenda which a lot of finance teams have. I think there's a per- perception that um, the, the finance organizations are willing to deliver more and with the right set of solutions, processes and partnership with the business in place, that can really happen. And, and we've certainly seen it happen over the past few years with with some organizations just really turning this, this element of performance on its head. So um, fantastic summary. Okay, so let's keep going on that, Marilyn. For finance leaders focusing on the performance stage of the transformation, what are some of the tools that can help and how can they get started on the journey? 
making some investments in new tools is really important to enabling the teams. But I'd say that it's not just about the technology and that there is a need to ensure that the process and people impacts are also considered together with the tools decision. There needs to be a vision and a roadmap and making sure that this all connects and, and interplays well together. So having said that, there are many low-code tools that are user-friendly for data preparation, data visualizations, um, like Power BI and Tableau being the most popular these days. And for data modeling, building out predictive models, you will need tools such as Python and R. And let's not forget about data itself, right? There needs to be an investment in data in order to uh, you know, make these predictive models that we're all talking about here, third-party data, external data to embed into, you know, your own internal data is really important to consider. And I also suggest thinking about catalyst hires with specialized skills to augment the current finance teams. You know, these hires are often a good way to kickstart and accelerate the upskilling journey for the teams. How about we get a little further into that? How can finance teams go about addressing performance? What are some of the best practices for figuring out what they need to do? Marilyn? Yeah, happy to address that. You know, underpinning performance is data and analytics, right? Um, so the finance teams, you know, that I know of are typically really great at dealing with data using Excel. Like they are really great at Excel docking. Uh, but, you know, there are new tools like Sebastian kind of mentioned earlier on. And, you know, with new tools, you know, really requires new capabilities. And if they embrace that, then really they can get into the more advanced, more impactful reporting and uh, analysis. So finance teams may need to upskill on these new tools to really make the most of the data opportunity. So a good starting point would be to understand the current maturity and readiness uh, of the finance function in, in terms of conducting a current state performance readiness assessment is where I'd like to start. And this really takes a look at the function from a people, process, and technology perspective. And this doesn't need to be a lengthy process, but will help uncover the gaps and lay out a plan and roadmap for moving forward and getting started. We recently did this uh, with a sizable finance team at one of our clients and discovered that there was a strong desire among the team to move towards a data-driven insights culture. But what they found was there were significant gaps in skill sets and capabilities and a lack of access to the right tools. So their roadmap involved digital upskilling of their full team, making an investment in licenses to get them the right tools, uh, identification of analytics use cases with business stakeholders, prioritizing those use cases. And we also help provide some white glove services to support them through their journey in creating proof of concepts and pilots, working with them side by side in a collaborative way, and you know helping through them through these targeted use cases. And now they're well on their way towards a performance-driven function. So it really depends on where you are from a maturity perspective. Every organization is at a different stage and readiness. So I would really highly re recommend a performance readiness check is what I call it, uh, but some kind of a current state assessment. Well, on my side, maybe I think, Marilyn, you, you covered most of it. I'd like to maybe add a few more uh, comments around these performance maturity assessments or readiness check. I think for me, it's quite important to connect these exercises with the needs of the business. 
So when you're working on, on such things, it needs to be, you need to go beyond finance and talking to people in finance. So let me give you a few examples of the things we can do there. So typically what we would do is we would also do a voice of the business type of survey that consists in reaching out to all your stakeholders, understand their needs, and how do you perform today as finance. Another example would be to uh, evaluate if uh, your teams are, are, are using or are well-versed with industry research, global emerging trends, benchmarking. Are they using these to enrich uh, their business analysis or financial analysis? I think it's quite important to bring an outside-in view. It's often much needed in, in many organizations. And, and finally, maybe the last example or the last point it would be to really make sure that the assessment takes an end-to-end -end view of uh, the performance-related processes. Are these processes in your organization only within finance? Or, or largely within finance. In my perspective, finance is only the steward of such processes, right? It, it, it really, they really are business-wide processes, and the business needs to see them as, as value-added processes that everybody needs to contribute to. That wraps up part one of our discussion with Marilyn and Sebastian about performance in finance and why it's an essential component of the finance transformation journey. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll take away some valuable insights from the episode. To learn more about how we can help you, visit our website, www.pwc.com CA. We'd also love to hear your thoughts on this podcast series, so be sure to stream, share, subscribe, and leave us a review. And stay tuned for part two of our discussion, where we get into the depths of performance in finance transformation and the experts share their tips for leaders just getting started on their journey.